How you doing today? Good? Good. It's awesome to have the kids in with us today. These are some of my favorite services when the kids get to be with us. It reminds me of my house full of kids. All right. You guys ready to eat this afternoon? Yes. Kids, are you ready to go down the water slide? Yeah. Well, here's some good news and bad news. The bad news that I have about a two hour message, I got to fit into 15 minutes. The good news is I'm going to fit it in 15 minutes, which means I'm not going to preach the two hour message. But we are going to keep it a little short. We have the kids with us. We're going to talk about a few things, and then we're going to spend some time together fellowship. How many know that it's really important to connect with people? That you are not created to be alone. Yeah? Okay, I'm going to go this side. This side doesn't quite believe it. Right? You know you weren't created to be alone. All right. Half of you believe it. So today after service, we'll be eating together and having some fun. Um, So we've been talking about legacy, right? Yes? Awesome. Well, Tuesday, we we get to celebrate as a country when the Continental Congress adopted the Declaration of Independence, July 4th. Yes? All right. I know the kids are with me. The question is, are the adults with me this morning? But it was a day that the founding fathers declared their independence from England. But it was also declaring a legacy. They weren't just declaring their independence. But they were also declaring a legacy that they wanted to leave behind. Because here's what some of the words of the Declaration of Independence says. As we hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, and that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And then they end it with this, and for the support of this declaration, with a firm reliance on the protection of divine providence, we mutually pledge to each other our lives, our fortunes, And our sacred honor. See, they were trying to establish a legacy that they knew that they would never fully see. They were establishing a legacy that wouldn't actually be fulfilled for generations to come. Some of them didn't even get to see America become a country. Five of them of the signers were captured and tortured. For signing the Declaration of Independence. Nine of them lost their lives during the war. Many of them lost their homes and their fortunes. And at the end, they were in poverty. Many of them had to hide their families and move them around so they wouldn't be captured. They knew when they signed it, they might not see it come to fulfillment. But they still signed it and they still wanted it to be a part of their legacy. 
See, they never saw, some of them never saw America become a country, but none of them actually saw the fulfillment that all men are created equal. But they built a legacy where that could happen, where they could be fulfilled in future generations. And as we're talking about legacy, we have to realize that we're not just building for ourselves. That legacies are actually built for future generations that you'll never see. And you don't just build a legacy so it can happen in your generation. Because what can happen is you go, oh, I want to build this, but there's no way it's going to happen in my generation. So why should I build it? But the founding fathers of this country knew that would not happen in their generation. But they knew it could happen in future generations. So they built the legacy so that could happen. David, King David's a great example of this. He wanted to leave a legacy for future generations. He wanted to be the, the man that built God a house to be worshipped in. So he goes to the prophet and says, hey, I got an idea. I want to build God a house so we can worship him. He's been intense. I want him to build a house. And Nathan, the prophet, says, okay, great, awesome, do it. And then in the middle of the night, God interrupted Nathan and said, excuse me, hello, you're supposed to ask me those things first before you bless somebody to go do something. You kind of forgot to ask me. And tells, say, hey, no, David's not the guy. He's not the one to build it. It's not that he's done anything wrong, but he's not the one to build it. That his son will build it. That the next generation will build it. And so Nathan goes back to David, probably a little sheepishly, and says, hey, I'm sorry, but I misspoke. This is what God's actually saying, that you're not to build it, your son is to build it, and it'll be for future generations. And David in that moment could have said, okay, great, hands off. I don't have to do anything else. They'll build it. But he didn't do that. What he did was start to collect all the resources needed to build the temple. He had plans drawn up. He brought all the wood and the carvers and started collecting people that could build it and all the supplies needed for it. He went, I can't, I won't see it and it won't be my legacy that I built it, but I'm going to do everything possible that I can do to make sure it happens in the next generation. And so at the end of his life, He goes to the people and declares Solomon to be king. But he also takes up an offering for the next generation. He invites them all into supplying resources to build the temple. That a lot of them they would never see. Because the temple wasn't going to get built overnight. So a lot of those people that gave to the temple, never actually got to worship in it. Never got to see it, but they wanted it to be a part of their legacy. They wanted it to be the thing that they 
passed on to the next generation. So as we know, passes all the resources on to Solomon. And all Solomon has to really do is, yeah, go build it. That's all he had to do was decree, go build it. Because it was all there because David decided a legacy was more important to leave behind than what he would do in his generation. And then the temple's built. And Solomon's doing his thing. And the queen of Sheba shows up. So a queen of another country comes to find out if everything that's being talked about uh, Solomon is true. And she shows up. And she has an audience with Solomon and asks him all the questions she has. And he answers all the questions. All his wisdom's poured out. But then she starts seeing the food, how the place is decorated, how the servants are dressed. She sees the temple, she sees the worship in the temple, and she goes to Solomon and says this to him. And these are all things that David had put into place. And she goes to him, to Solomon, after she sees all this. And she starts to worship the Lord. Someone that had never met the God before. Came from another country, started worshiping God. It says, she, she said this to Solomon, praise be to the Lord, your God. And it says, because she saw the temple. She saw the beauty of everything that was built because David started in his lifetime building all the resources for something he would never see. A legacy that he wanted to pass on is being realized with the Queen of Sheba. But he even goes farther than that. It even goes back farther. It goes back to Abraham. When Abraham, God calls Abraham to leave his father and mother and go start his own legacy. This is what God's promise. This is Genesis 12 too. It says, I will make you into a great nation and I will bless you. I will make your name great and you will be blessed. You will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you and whoever curses you, I will curse and all the peoples of, on earth will be blessed through you. Abraham builds a legacy that is supposed to affect every nation of the world and bless every nation. Generations later, many generations later, the Queen of Sheba says... Left with more than she came with. It says that she came with the spices that had never been seen on that quantity before to give to Solomon. And it says that she left with more than she came with. Abraham's legacy that was started generations ago was coming to pass. In a generation he would never see. But because he was willing to start that legacy then. The Queen of Sheba. The nations 
of the earth were became blessed because of his legacy that David chose to build on, that Solomon chose to build on. Because she left with more. See, the question is, what kind of legacy are you building? Because you're building a legacy. There is no, oh, I just, I don't really care about legacy. Future generations, they can just, they can deal with it themselves. That is actually a legacy you're building. You're going to pass on a legacy. Everybody passes on a legacy. There's no way of getting out of it. So you get to determine what kind of legacy you pass on. Do you pass on the legacy that he lived his life for himself and for his life? Or did you build a legacy that they go, oh, he, not, he built for my generation and I'm his great, great, great grandchild. See, our founding father, we can look back to our founding father and say they built for today. They began a legacy that we get to live in today. So legacy is really important. You are building one. But which one are you building? Here in a couple weeks, a few weeks when I speak again, I'm going to speak on, there's three different types of legacies. And I'm going to speak on those in three weeks. I don't have the time this morning. But it's really powerful. Your legacy is really powerful. Because your legacy, how you live your life, affects the generations. Good or bad. Like I tell my kids, every decision you make has a consequence. Every single one you make has a consequence. It could either be a good consequence or a bad one. But you get to determine that. And you get to determine the legacy you leave behind. That you pass on to the next generation. So let's be like Abraham. Let's be like David. That we're building a legacy that is passed on through the generations. That bless the generations and doesn't curse the generations. Are you up for that? All right. Why don't you stand with me? Speaking of legacy... Part of our legacy is that we have the privilege of raising up world changers. We also have the privilege of sending out world changers. So if I can have Katie Vandenberg come on up. And Paris is going to help me. Wherever she's at. She's probably with Maximus right now. There she is. Well, Katie, 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 Katie Grace. Well, Katie came to us when she was 17 years old. She came out to be part of an internship and stuck for a while. We've known Katie since, well, since you were born, which means I'm like 22, 23 no, we've known her parents. I knew her dad when he was a, a very young man. 
full of energy and spunk. And he helped mold my life as a youth leader. And, and Katie has just come and served so well through everything she's done. She has a maturity. She came as a very mature 17-year-old. More mature than most of us. And, but she has been such a blessing to us. She's served in our youth and our worship and wherever we needed help. She has came and just been a blessing to us. I would like, I want to recognize the youth leaders, our youth pastors that over the last year has pastored our, so if you can raise your hand, Colby, Monica are back there. Joe's up in the booth. Can you give them a hand? Katie and them have been pastoring our youth. They, they're amazing pastors and they have loved on our youth and Katie has headed up that team and, but now you're heading home. Well, your first home. This is home. We consider this is her home. And she's going back to be with her parents and work in her parents' church and and impact the community there, which we so love. One of the things that I just have to talk about with Katie is she's been always so honoring to us and the leadership here. Um... She came to us about a year and a half, two years ago, and said, hey, I, I'm feeling like we might need to make a transition. And she brought us into that process and let us be a part of that process and has done it such an honorable way. Uh, thank you. That's so special. So thank you so much. And it's going to, the legacy you have been building with that will feel for generations. So thank you. And I'm going to pass this on to Paris before I lose it anymore. <laughs> It's all you. I'm so glad you cried because now I don't have to. You did all of it for me. (laughs) Hi. I love you. Don't worry. I brought notes so I wouldn't embarrass because you know. This is so the great thing about Katie is um, we all love her. We all know her. She has been my partner in crime the past couple of years. So she's not only a friend, she's kind of my ministry person, like we do life together. It's been beautiful. So thank you so much for all of that. Um, So first off, I want to invite, if you um, are part of the worship community or youth, I want you guys to come to the front, please, for a moment. So worship community, youth, I want y'all to come up. Our department heads, um, if you guys could come up as well, that would be awesome. So my dear, sweet Katie, I want you to look around as all the people are coming up. And I want you to see all of the people in front of you. And I want you to see the impact that you've made in our lives. The ways that you've influenced. I remember when you came here just how stinking amazing you were. And you still are, okay? But I've also seen you grow into this even more amazing, powerful, anointed leader. And we will be forever grateful that God chose us to have you for this season. And we thank you for all the ways you have loved, served, taught, and influenced us. You leave into this next chapter of your life with God's blessing and our blessing. And I am so stinking excited for all that he has for you. You also leave us not the same. 
The ways you have poured in and poured out are precious, and the seeds you've sown have made its mark. Look at me when I say this to you, okay? (laughs) Have made its mark, my love, for generations to come. It's true. Thank you for being faithful. Thank you for leading the way. Thank you for being obedient and being with us. We are so grateful, and we love you so very much. So I'm going to uh, read this blessing over you, and then I think we're going to pray for you. Yeah, stretch your hands out towards her. and Guys that are down here, go ahead and lay your hands on her. So our precious Katie, may God's blessing follow you as you find new journeys and adventures. May you walk safely, bravely, and confidently into the pathways of your dreams. May his gentle hand guide the decisions you make and the passions that you follow. We declare happiness and joy over our Katie Grace and that she be filled with just that, your precious grace over every aspect of her life. We pray for wisdom and guidance to be beside her, pushing her onwards into your goodness. And we thank you for your protection, that you will love her and guide her wherever she is. We thank you, God, that you are Katie's solid rock, that you have gone before her, that you stand beside her, and that you got her back. We declare a smooth transition for Katie as she ventures back home. And we thank you for the endless opportunities that await her. May she flourish and be empowered to do what you have predestined for her, even in the womb. And may she step into the greater authority that you've given her. We bless you, our precious Katie, in Jesus' name. And we release the blessing and the favor as we send Katie out from this house. That the mission will be a bullseye on your back for blessing and favor for all your life. So we send you out in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right, if I can have the ministry team come on up. If you need prayer this morning for your body or situations, we got people here ready to pray with you. So if I can have, if I can have everyone stand as we wrap right up. We're going to finish right now. And the miracles of miracles happen today. I did my message in 15 minutes. Well, let me just pray a blessing over you. You come and get prayer if you need, and then we'll head out and we'll get food starting to cook and stuff and we'll have a great time. So Jesus, I want to thank you for everyone that's in this room that's watching online, that you created amazing people and ask that you bless them today as they are building their legacies, that they will look to you and what you have for them to build. So I release that over everyone here in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Let's go eat. If you need prayer, come on down.